by and do not reflect those of the Evening Rush Network. Viewer's discretion is advised. Welcome to the Chris and Nina Real Estate Podcast. I am Chris and I'm with the lovely Nina. How are you doing? What's up? What's up? What's up, world? How are you out there? Um, if you're looking for a home, or let's see how they are and make sure they speak to us. Yeah, exactly. Are you getting see. ready to, okay. to hit the market? We want to know how you're doing, and we are doing well. How's it going? Oh my god, what are you wearing, Nina? Uh, let me think. I don't know. <laughs> yes, I am wearing what I'm wearing. Made by Nina. <laughs> Worn by Nina. Decided by Nina. All right. Well, and eventually nice... presented by Nina. Yep. What does it say in the shirt? It says, go skate. Oh, let's, let's skate. skate. Okay. So this was worn by a... Uh, really famous artist that I cannot mention. And I was contacted by uh, one of the individuals who works in a firm. Okay. <laughs> and yeah, and I uh, want it. Oh. I got to have it. Yeah. What about you? What are you wearing, Chris? I'm wearing whatever my wife bought me. <laughs> <laughs> she sure has a good taste. Yeah. I love pink. Some men don't believe that pink is a color for men. I think that all colors are for everyone. I thought this was more of like a lavender. What is it? Lavender. Okay. Chris is a little low, so we're trying to hear what he has to say. I'm colorblind, so I don't know. Like It's it's, it's in a pink family, but I thought it was more of a lavender. But okay. Lavender, no. It's very... It's pink from far away, very close of type of lavender. Do you know that on my wedding day, I wore a lavender dress? Okay. Yeah, it was a lavender white mixture of colors. A lot of crystals, just saying. Just lavender. I haven't heard that word in a while. Um, but yeah, so how was your real estate week world, Chris? Oh, well, besides, before we even get to that, uh, my daughter, um, I thought she was in the finalist last week, but she's in the finals this week. So okay. we're going to, yeah, so she's um, competing and this whole week is going to be track and field. Um, but I feel like you're such a fan of your daughter, Chris. Like every week he talks about his daughter. Yeah. Thank you so much. We got some food coming towards us. Yeah. After the entire day of no food. Were you were fasting all day? No, I just did not. I was fasting all day. That's so what I was doing. I have a son and a daughter. I love my son and I love my daughter. My daughter's just, she's an athlete. So she's um, always in these competitions and it takes up a lot of time. But it's worth it because in the next 10 years, I want to see what she's going to do with it. I mean, she needs to stay persistent, you yeah. know, and anything yeah. that you stay persistent. It's very, it's yeah. a, it's a good sport and it's, it's a good addiction, we yeah. should say. Um, so she should definitely stick to it. Well, wow. yeah. So, but real estate wise, I, um, registered with a few more companies to get into the REO business. So I'm working that angle. It's looking like the REO market is going to pick up in the next, uh, is it actually it already started, but it's about to go to another level in the next couple of months. What about you? I mean, everyone is asking me if I think that the short sales are coming back, if the foreclosures are going to rise, if the number of people are going to lose their homes, foreclosures are not really changing at the moment. It's still in the stage of transitioning where they're trying to give an option to the homeowners to save their homes. Right. You know, and it's not like, they're rushing to take people's homes. The banks, after all, don't want your homes. They want to work with you. They want to ensure that they get their money. So um, they find every type of plan to, 
you know, to offer to the client, of course, as long as they are approved for it and capable of holding it, um, they really want the plan to work for those homeowners. And then the homeowners find ways, you know, that really surprises me that they put two and two together and they figure it out. Obviously, more work for us if they decide to walk away and sell their homes or short sell or whatever. But believe it or not, I urge homeowners to keep their homes. That's just not right. And then, of course, if they eventually don't, then we try to help them. Because even when you lose your home, I'm not going to say, I'm not going to use the word lose. Even when you decide to sell for less, the banks still work with you. They pay you what we call a relocation assistance. So as long as you live in the home and you need help to move and you're working out a plan with the bank like a short sale, they work with you. Right. Um, also attorneys, they offer you so many different um, solutions where you can get money for um, a workout option. For example, we are members of the MLS. Did you know that the MLS gives you the option to apply for help? Whether it's a down payment to purchase your home or it's some type of loan to borrow towards your uh, default mortgage. Right. There's so many ways to save your homes and just people don't talk about it. People try to have you sell their homes. People try to have just every other thing than keep your home and it shouldn't be that way. Well, I think one of the biggest challenges in home ownership when you get into or get underwater and you're behind your mortgage payments is you have a million and one people knocking on your door, sending you mail, sending, and you know what's frustrating? Even when you're not in foreclosure, you get these stupid notices of we buy your house all cash and you get, and it's just like, and they pollute your, 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 your home, man. It's like, come on, let's see all this paperwork on my door. Like, leave me alone, man. Leave me alone. Like, I'm not selling. Leave me alone. Yeah. But it's part of the business. Mm -hmm. And it's unfortunate when you go in the water, people come out left and right. You have, like, a person at your door every day, all day, where you got to take down your doorbell, shut down your ring, because it's just it's frustrating. It's very frustrating. You know? But on the flip side, um, you do, it's good to work with others, with people who can really help you, people connected, people that can give you good, solid advice for you to find a way to stay in your home. Yeah. Um, it's just the way the world works, right? you know, to advertise right. your services. Um, and not all the time you have to be in foreclosure to get help. I mean, not all the banks take you to foreclosures right away. They take you... Um, they send notices, but they don't really file for foreclosure. Right. So sometimes a homeowner may seem to think the idea that they're taking their home away. Not necessarily. Um, if you haven't paid your mortgage, it takes a little bit of time until they take you to foreclosure. So that's not something people should assume right away. But I don't want to talk about foreclosures. Right, right, let's, right, right. That's, that's, let's we started with the dark something. stuff, guys. We started with the dark stuff. Uh, hey, how you doing, Una? Hi, hi, ho, ho. Yeah, Una's daughter had a birthday recently, too. Uh, oh, it was my daughter's birthday. Ooh. Yeah, she turned nine. I'm like, wow. <laughs> like, nine years ago, we carried you home. I'll wow. tell you, time, you blink an eye, and next thing you know, she's going to be in college. But anyway. Um, <laughs> Let them grow. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Let them grow. Yeah. The faster they grow, the faster we get closer to just having fun with our individual other. Yeah, the faster they grow, the more they eat. <laughs> it's fine. Let them grow. Let them yeah. do what they need to do. We need to get them up and running. Happy birthday to your daughter, yeah, thank Chris. You, Luna, and happy birthday to yours, too. Yes. So, yeah. um, So, again, let's put foreclosures to the side. Right. So, okay. I woke up one morning to this video of this lovely woman in the Bronx on a rooftop. <laughs> what were you doing out in the Bronx, Nina? What were you doing? What was going on? What's so happening? I actually did a lot of photo shoots in the past uh, two weeks. Um, we were working a, um, a bunch of new listings. We have a lot of new things coming. 
So it's just a way to go nowadays, I feel like, is through social media. So right. we took up uh, a lot of time to run a bunch of different photo shoots and we advertised them. Um, not, not everything came up live yet, but there's so much out there. So yes, to answer your question, I was on a rooftop too. <laughs> um, but I see that there still isn't enough of inventory. I just heard something. What was that? Oh, I don't, I don't know. I think that was over here oh, or something. Was Okay. Yeah, so yeah, there's still, we, we need more inventory on the market because there's a lot, it's still a lot of buyers, right? Yes. So there isn't a lot of inventory, but... If you work hard, you as a realtor, you should not stop. You should go, go and nonstop work it because you never know where it's going to come from. You never know who really needs the help or who really wants to move or simply exchange one property for another. You should always be on the outlook, give your information, find out, ask questions, be around, talk to people, eventually make it work for them. Okay, not only for you, fine, yes, I'm doing it for money eventually to close the deal but you should put yourself out there because if it's not you it's someone else right it's funny that video with the 48 units in the bronx i thought it was for sale and somebody hit me up like hey is that for sale i was like no wait yeah hold on mm -hmm. yes everything is for sale oh okay so we got to talk after the show <laughs> And the second thing, it's not a 48 unit, it's a 44 unit in the Bronx. It's a okay. building. It's a really beautiful building in the Bronx. Um, enormous amount of rentals. Uh, yes. Rental um, amounts, meaning the rates are very high. I was, I was surprised myself, to be honest with you. I was pretty surprised to know that they pay this much for a studio, one or two bedrooms. Um, in the Bronx. Yes, so this will eventually bring a very good cap rate and you should, yeah, for sale. We can totally sell it too. Listen, people buy those buildings occupied. It doesn't necessarily mean yeah. that you have to, you know, purchase a vacant home. And that entire building, okay, 44 units, we know when it's a rental building for over uh, five units, they're normally most knowingly in New York, they are rent stabilized. This happens to be free market. So how does the free market works? You know, we should talk about it yes. one time. Yeah. It's a lot to know, but it's good to know. It's very interesting because how do we really know what works and turns into a free market or a rent stabilized, right? So before we work out any building, we need to find those things out. Because if you're rent stabilized, you have to follow the rules of the city. You have to file, you have to register your rentals every year. They send you updates of how much it could go up, how much um, the the rise in rentals, the percentage. So it's it's a whole other business. But that specifically one in the Bronx, most likely is going to be fully rent, uh, free market, excuse me, is going to be fully uh, free market. Again, it all depends on the end numbers, which we are um, in the end of it. We're putting it together. So far, we are overflowed with applications, but we're yeah, fully like, rented. It's like minutes away from Yankee Stadium, right? Yes. <laughs> like, that's just a great area. To Someone be. told me, <laughs> they came to me, they're like, five minutes from the Yankee Stadium. Wait, we started busting my jobs it's funny i just uh, saw you on a rooftop <laughs> yeah, i love rooftops if i could if i could throw a party on rooftops yeah. every week for us that would be ideal exactly. in the summer we were in rooftops almost every weekend yes, it was so much fun indeed. i can't wait for the weather to get warmer all of us to go yeah, together at the, at the williamsburg right yes oh, we're not gonna give names right now oh, and okay, advertise okay. anyone okay. we're just not so much allowed to um, but yeah, for sure. There are so many nice places. We should hit them up. Yes, for sure. Yes. Um, overall, we had a very good week though. Thank God we had a successful, very unique week. We had some, uh, things happen to us. Very good ones. Some little less of good ones, but overall we had a good week. I'm pretty thankful. Right. Um, so other than your daughter, what's up? Talk to us. I'm, I'm talking yeah. too much. <laughs> no, you're talking great stuff. Like I said, <laughs> I have someone interested in 44 units. 
uh, was wants to purchase that building. So uh, we'll talk after the show. Uh, we're so busy that we don't, during the week, it's sometimes challenging to connect because the way life moves, right? Mm-hmm. We're yeah. like looking forward to meet this week at this time. So that's the only time we have to talk. Yeah. It's so crazy. I mean, you between you and all your work and me and all my psychoness. Um, yes. So it's very, it's very hectic. Um, but, uh, overall the weather is getting warmer. People are starting to clean up outside, to fix their lawns, to make sure they're getting ready to party and host. That's another thing. I don't know if you out there, you own a home in New York. Um, Florida got hit bad too. Um, the flood, we had over nine inches of water. Hit. Even if you cleaned your gutters and clean and everything was in tip top shape, it was so much water that some basements got flooded. So if you it's have homeowners really insurance, bad. check your homeowners insurance and um, make sure they either reimburse you or they come out and they cover your damages. That mm-hmm. storm was, I, I've never seen anything like that. I thought it was just going to be regular rain, right? I thought it was just and I was at a track meet too. That's the funny thing. I was in a track meet. We were worried if it was going to happen because it was supposed to rain. And and we got it in. And as soon as we left about 1.30, 2 o'clock, the rain started and it never stopped. No, it was very sad because those who purchased the homes uh, right before that weekend, yeah. the closings that we had before the weekend, they blamed our sellers for that. Oh, wow. The week of the before the weekend. Yeah. Whoever closed, whoever we had uh, closings with. Nightmare. Threats of lawsuits. And if you don't come and fix the house you sold me. And what is this house? And wow. So many cases. Where I, I just wanted I just wanted to shut off my phone. It was really, really sad because you buy a house, you do an inspection or not. Not all the time you do an inspection, but when you do or you don't, you sign off or not, you do that. You see the house. Then you go and you see the house as, as it goes. You see that the house is good. It's being renovated or not. The situation, the condition overall. Then before closing, you go for a final walkthrough. You go and ensure that the house is good to go. And then you go and close. And then comes the rain of the weekend that we had. Yeah. You don't understand what I dealt yeah. with. Yeah, it's a nightmare. Listen, I went to, um, I was in wine dance and I went to a house out there that I had to do an inspection on and, the, and I was going to record it, but it was so dangerous that I didn't feel comfortable holding the phone and trying to figure out how to move in this house. There was black mold, the floors was coming up. And so this was on Monday after the rain, right? And I was going to go during the rain, but I'm glad I didn't. This house was just disgusting. But, I, but one day I'm actually going to start showing you guys some of the great houses and some of the not so great houses that um and some of these homes are owned by the banks so i do inspections for them and this house in particular i want to say it needed about they, they should just tear it down and just build a whole new house that's so crazy it's, it's really bad really, really but it's a very it was on a cul-de-sac it was a very nice location nice. um and it was Two floors is, uh, I want to say it's about maybe interior is about 3,500 square feet. It was really, really nice. The space, not not the the um, structure. Structure just needs to be. But whatever yeah. happened was because of the rain? No, no, no. This house is, um, so when I do these, they, they're getting it ready for a sale. So whoever buys this home is going to have to fix it up. So it was damaged before the rain. Oh, okay. okay it's okay. just that. You know, they needed to put a tarp on a roof to prevent more damage. But I don't know how much more you could prevent. It's just, wow. it's just trashed, you know. So, so And I was going to make a video to show, like, hey, look at this. But um, it was so disgusting. I just wanted to get in and out. <laughs> Does the So the banks, right? So the banks send Chris to take photos of properties. And to do to do an appraisal. To do um, not just appraisals, photos, but yeah. to estimate the value of the damage to compare it within the homes within 0.5 to a mile radius of this particular home. So I I do that for a few different banks. Okay. So do they use um, insurance claims when it comes to properties where you go and the property was in bad shape, but not in such a bad shape? Okay. So 
that would be the homeowner that would have the insurance, right? So when the bank gets the property, I'm not sure if they put insurance on these homes. There's always insurance. Well, there's a bank insurance that they do. Their they do? So they will have their own policy? See, I'm not familiar with that side of it. Yes. Yeah, so um, I guess it just depends on the file, yeah. See, because that's a question we could have when we have some. See, I had a guest that was going to be on a show that, that would know more information. And in the future, we will cover this. Um, but that's a very good question. Like, are the do the banks have their own insurance to cover these damages on the homes that they have? Yeah. So sometimes when clients come to us to do short sales, and I'm not going to talk about short sales again, when banks come to us, when clients come to us um, to process a short sale, um, we put it out there and then we start collecting offers from everyone. And then let's say in the middle of the process, something enormous happens, like mm. out of the expectations, like a storm or a fire or a, flood. a, a flood, like something extraordinary, like really out of the, out of the norm, they make us file an insurance claim. They don't just give up. They make us file an insurance claim and we certainly do. So this is even vandalism. When people show up and vandalize a property over a weekend and then we find that the property got in so much worse condition, they make us go through a, um, Insurance claims. Well, you it's know, very known. The biggest thing that hit New York was Hurricane Sandy. That's when the flooding and houses got destroyed because yes. of the flooding. And I would assume after, but even then, some homeowners, some homes did not have the appropriate insurance. Right. Because, not even yeah. if they had insurance, FEMA didn't cover. Yeah, they didn't cover everything. They didn't cover. So that was a very trying time for homeowners. Um, especially those that live close to the water. Mm -hmm. That was very sad. Very sad time. Yeah. We had so many houses in short sales. It was so unfortunate. Um, in that time, for example, we couldn't file uh, insurance claims because no one covered. Yeah. Um, but they do offer it. Uh, obviously, now you buy a house, even if you're not in a flood zone, you are still able to purchase the flood insurance. Even if you have insurance and it covers flood. They want to see that it's coming from the sewer or the toilet. Right, right. And not from somewhere from the house. Cause. And that's why you always have to at least twice a year clean your sewer lines because you don't want that backing up into your house. That, yeah. that is a nightmare because that smell takes a while to get to. Yeah, it's the smell, the sheetrock, the cleanup, sometimes the, the electric. Yeah, yeah. It's very sad. Um, but as for um, coverage, you need to make sure that your house has enough of coverage because if, God forbid, it really gets out of control, you're covered. Um, not only for your own good of, of value, but to be able to cover, you know, what you owe on your mortgage and plus to ensure that you have enough to cover for, for damages. So well, keep that in mind. Well, insurance is one thing, but also when you own a home, make sure you have a bank account for your home for incidentals and don't spend it. Don't touch it. No matter what the surplus is, keep it there because you never know. Um, a boiler is very expensive and you never know one day it could just stop working and you mm -hmm. got to replace it. And that insurance, that that emergency money comes in handy. Same thing with a roof, or or you know, if you're not sure how old your roof is or whatnot, and you got to replace that. You don't want to have to take out a loan just to fix your roof. Yeah. So having have a, like an expense account just for your personal home and your rentals, to be honest with you, but especially for your personal home, so that you can cover any damages, whether and then you get reimbursed by insurance or whatnot. But as long as you, because the the longer you let something damage and you leave it unfixed, the more damage it can cause, the more yes. expensive things can become. Yeah. Um, you know what I also learned there? I'm selling a house, regular house to family house. And when I was showing the house, the homeowner came to me and said, oh, you know, you know what can what you can also offer them? Um, we have insurance on all of our appliances mm. on the boiler and on the water tank. Yes. They have fully insured um, appliances on everything for like peanuts a year. It's like two, three hundred dollars for the year. 
Um, I keep forgetting. I'm going to ask them for the information. Very valuable. I would even get it for myself. Like, yeah. you know, anything that gets ruined, even if it's under warranty, go call the company and, and get them to come and, and fix that for you. So it's something that everyone should look into. It's the appliances. Yeah. You know, um, even Upta would pay even, I don't know, 60, 70, even $100 a month. I would pay if you have a lot of appliances in the house. It all covers like an umbrella. If you have a two, three family house, it's definitely worth it. One family, I would say, okay, not so much. Um, yeah, but that's something multi, that someone. units. Yeah, something that someone, that everyone should look into. Yeah. So sure. listen, we're going to take a brief break and we're going to come back with telling you the tricks of the trade. When we come back, Chris and Nina Real Estate Podcast. Yes. Okay. Hey, what's up, you guys? It's your girl, Chrissy, here to let you know that the Even Rush Network now has an app. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. Yes, an app, you guys. So you can stay connected on the go and watch all your favorite podcast shows. You can download the app at Google Play Store or Apple iTunes. So spread the word. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Also, if you're looking to start a podcast and really don't know how, well, hit us up at the Even Rush Network at gmail.com and inquire about time slots, pricings, and everything you may need to get started. We got you. Join the winning team, the Even Rush Network. And also, download that app. What are you waiting for? <laughs> get to it. Hi, I'm welcoming you today to our latest exclusive here at 222 Echo Place in the Bronx. This is a 44 unit building offered to you and I wanted to bring you over to take a look at some really nice views. We're just minutes away from Jersey, right by the George Washington Bridge. By the way, we're five minutes away from the Yankee Stadium. Take a look around. You could have got a visual of it from the roof. Welcome back to the Chris and Nina Real Estate Podcast. Um, Nina, that was a wonderful video. You Thank you. I didn't talk? expect that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I forgot that I put that in. But yeah, we got it on. Mm -hmm. So yeah, so that was an amazing view, guys. I hope you enjoyed it. You have any questions, hit, uh, hit Chris or hit Nina. Yes. Um, yeah. If you're looking to rent. I have a confession. Yeah. Do you know how cold <laughs> yeah i was freezing yes. yes i was freezing and if you hear my voice in the video i'm trying to scream because i lost my voice i was freezing oh. i was freezing we did like i don't know like five takes until i really like got it together i couldn't i was screaming but i was freezing <laughs> i was dressed and then i had uh um the photographer felt bad so <laughs> Give me a sweatshirt. <laughs> so I put it on top of me. I was freezing. I, I was not having fun as much as it looked. I was suffering, actually. So yeah, just had to say, had so to that, share. So you, so you did that on one of the colder days. It is, it is really cold. And up there, I mean, I was what? On the ninth floor. It wasn't fun. But of course, anything for you. That's right. 
Yeah. So um, I think people are commenting us and we're not seeing it because we're live in other places. So I am sorry. So how many, how many um, bedrooms and bathrooms are there in each Let apartment? Let me just see something. Um, so we have a mixture of um, studio, one bedrooms and two bedrooms in one building. And then we have another building with all one bedroom apartments. We are getting another 22 unit building and another 31 building, sorry, 37 uh, unit building. Now, bear in mind that we're not renting all of them due to the fact that not everything is doable. Some of those buildings are rent uh, controlled, stable. stable. Yes. No, sorry, I took it back. Some of the buildings have to be given 30% to home affordable. I don't know where the comments, by the way, wherever you are, I hear it in my ears, but sorry, you can private message. And us. the thing is that affordable <clears throat> housing is very important. So I understand. I yes. understand that that should be on right. Sorry. Just yeah. So, um, wow. Yeah. So 30% so of any recent building, see that specific area is a great area for me. Not really sure how that works. It depends on the zoning, on the FAR, and what you're allowed. I know sometimes they make you put a um, community facility on the uh, first floor. So uh, when you do do that, you still have to give 30% to home affordable. That home affordable is really one of those lottery, the city um, controlled tenants where people have been waiting online and you know they've been waiting on hold for a while and and most buyers when they look to buy units when you're buying a 44 unit building or they they take that into consideration when you're making your offer yes so we provide that we get that information from the seller as to how many apartments are rent stabilized correct yeah um new buildings you really have the ability to control now i'm going to put control you know in uh, quotes because you can't really control you have to go by the rules but you do have ways around it by giving incentives to your tenants right we're not going to go into details but you are able to give incentives to those tenants to avoid being rent stabilized of course it has to be a new building that hasn't been registered that hasn't been rented before so this what happens when you build a building and we have a question yes um we're not a management company so once we rent that would be a different company that would be the management or are you doing it like i don't think we're doing it right? so we offered it up until december management managing buildings i'm not gonna lie to you and say no we still manage some of the buildings it's not easy and it takes up so much time and responsibility when you manage buildings it's a serious business. They tell you if you're a licensed uh, realtor, you have to watch your rules. Oh boy, when you're a manager, you have no idea. So it's exhausting. So to answer your question about this specific building, no, um, most probably we're not going to manage it. It has to be a really seducing offer for us to to manage it because again, it uh, it just takes it takes a lot. Um, but managing buildings is a really good um type of career slash work yes, yes um i have uh great managers i will recommend it doesn't necessarily have to go through us um but of course anyone we recommend we stand by but most likely not to uh to manage it no i mean not that i know of <laughs> not confirmed but we are still managing buildings yes um I also want to mention, so remember how I said, okay, so 30% are for home affordable. Right. We were nominated, ladies and gentlemen, today <laughs> to also be a part of the 30% home affordable. Okay. Yes. So the 30% home affordable we're going to be a part of um, in, these, in this one building. Okay. It's going to be something uh, new to us where we help uh, people who wait on hold for those apartments, the lottery side of it. I'm still learning about it to see if that's something that I'm really interested in. But I gave my word for this one that I'm all in, so I'm going to do it to the best of my abilities, us together with our team together. Yeah. Um, but that 30%, rest assured that um, you have the option to somehow roll. I'm, I'm going to have more information. If you want, you can reach out to us separately through Instagram or emails or whatever. 
um but yeah 100 percent and we really don't do like this rental we do it but we don't i know it's not our bread and butter i know it's not you know but who could turn down 44 units right? exactly so i'm not saying no but at the same time like when we join with new agents they ask me do you do rentals and i say no i don't want to lie because if someone calls in and says hey um i have an apartment for rent can you come take photos and do this and that and i'm not belittling any type of work it's just that when you concentrate in something you need to really be a part of it fully fully right just sales and if you're going to go into rentals that's a whole other ball game but it's a necessary evil because what happens sometimes is you have someone selling a two or three family unit and they need to to get to have it vacant so you would need a, a rental agent to help relocate those tenants yeah cash for keys so cash for yes cash for keys which is also in the reo world too as well but that's huh. another we'll get to that another day but um exhausting so it's all everything in this business goes hand in hand so it's very challenging to only be into one to just be all oh, sales and yeah. not rentals what's the definition what's the definition for cash for keys <laughs> break it down nina go ahead break your b <laughs> oh goodness i hear another message in my ear i don't yeah. know i don't see you and i'm sorry again right. um yeah it's it's really really hard cash for keys is no joke <laughs> yeah takes up so much of your time yes um but um because rentals sell- when it's a hole it's easier sorry yeah. it just- but it's very challenging because you're selling a home that you might not live in with tenants and then the tenants may not want to relocate and so that's why cash for keys that's one of the challenges but it's a huge challenge because imagine you're happy where you are but you're being told your lease is not being renewed and that you have to relocate yeah and they don't want to people don't no. like changes no no people don't like changes especially those who need help those who have kids in specific schools yes. they don't want to change um the uh what do you call it the school district uh people don't like changes and listen i don't blame them i don't blame them but sometimes they have no choice and it's devastating to see because it is what it is and then you just try to offer some incentive to the buyer by leaving some money in escrow and then trying to help them um move them i guess during the summer of when it's less inconvenient for them and not fun why, and that's why like i think you for rent control they went to court to stop the the rent from going up but then on the flip side the water bill everything is going up so it's just like a rock in a hard place yeah like eggs what the hell is oh up with gosh. eggs bro wow i was doing an inspection on this beautiful house in ozone and i kept hearing a hen and i'm like yo they got live chickens over there I was like, oh for real for real i was like man i'm gonna knock on that door and get some eggs but you know, in this weather how do you even raise chicken I don't know. I just heard. I just heard. I kept, I kept hearing a rooster. You know, I just kept hearing noises. Wow! Yeah, when I was wild. a child growing up, I heard them over there by my tropical country. But I don't know about here. They would freeze to death. Yeah. Well, they were inside somewhere because they weren't inside running. the house. No, in the, I was in the backyard, so I don't know if they had like a, 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 a pigeon coop somewhere indoor or not pigeon. No, they, they were in. I kept hearing the noise, but it was coming from inside outside. So okay. when I was in the rear of the property, I'm like, where is that? It's like, they got chickens? He's like, yeah. I was like, wow. Oh, okay. So about, you want to raise some chicken? It's about raising your dinner. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> wow, raising chickens. That's a job. I need to hire another nanny for every chicken they bring in. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. And, okay. in, the, and in this particular house, they had an outdoor um, kitchen. So I was like, yeah. I was like, the neighbors can bring food right to you. You get, you get cooking. And that's not even a business. It's just like a private yeah, residence. Private, private residence. Yeah, private residence. Right in Ozone Park. Private. It was. It was shock. It was shocking. I was like, yeah, I want to meet that. Um, but he called me. He's like, I'm about. I'm invite you and your. Because I was telling him about my daughter. <laughs> so he's like, Yeah, I want to invite you and your family to come over. I said, Yeah, let me know when you get that chicken. <laughs> I come through with my hot sauce. Yes, hot sauce. Hot sauce. Did you just say hot? I like jalapenos. I don't like hot sauce. Oh, okay. Yeah, jalapenos like, like straight peppers. up. 
You know the pepper. Okay. Oh my God. All right, we we get into yeah. the sidetrack. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> uh, so give us one, I guess, story of your. Uh, what are we today? Tricks of the trade. Tricks of the trade. So Nina. So. Oh Nina. Okay. Yes, Nina. <laughs> Nina. 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 So what? Being a broker mm-hmm. in this city that never sleeps. Okay. Right. What are your tricks to the trade? What, you know, what are some little tips that keep you ahead of the game in this vicious game of real estate? I'm going to say one thing. You give, you get. Mm. In all aspects. You give, you get. Remember that. You give, you get. What does that mean? You give, you get. In every single side of the story, whether it's personal, business, mentally, Physically, you give, you get. In business, if we give time to um, to work, right? We invest, we ask questions, we gain knowledge, we help, simply help, you get back, okay? So if you invest in something, eventually it's going to turn out good. You invest in something good, it pays off. Right. So you give, you get. Let me give you an example of the 44-unit building. Let's go back to that building since we're already uh, knowing about that. How did I get to that? I didn't just wake up one morning and I got a text, hey, I want to give you a 44-unit building. Absolutely not. So it's a few um, partners, and um, they had a problematic property somewhere, and that someone recommended that I sell houses in Farakaway. All right. And they had a house for a regular sale. Right. The house was occupied, turned into a problematic property because the tenants didn't want to pay. They said, um, okay, at first they wanted me to sell it regularly. Then it turned out to an abnormal situation. And I had to fix the situation in order to sell it. Right. So what I did was I helped them eventually to sell it, not only occupied the way it is to a new buyer. Okay, they were really in shock. They couldn't believe that I was able to get it done. They weren't even able to get into the building. Nonetheless, they were an eviction to every single um, floor of the building. And I was still able to sell it. How and what I did and what a a whole other story. I can write a book just about that building. But I was able to help them get rid of that building in their portfolio. And they were super thankful because they don't own so much over there. So because I helped them so much and I really put in a lot of work for not so much money, by the way, okay? I just have a thing. I give you my word. I don't have to make a lot of money, but I need to get my work through. So I helped them get rid of the building and they remembered me. All right. So a couple of months later, I get a call from another partner and they said, you know, I remember what you did for us. This is really a problematic building that you got rid of at, I forgot to mention, market price that was full market price that i sold that house to i am really upset that i'm not seeing the questions devastated it's okay okay because okay. i hear them in my uh thing anyways um so so this dude calls me i don't know who that is and he says you know i remember you helped us and uh i want to meet you i want to give you a building in the bronx do you do rentals i <laughs> <laughs> said um yeah Mm, for sure. Well, what building? <laughs> Imagine tip, he sees it. Yeah. Tip, tip number two. I hope he Even doesn't see this. Even if you don't do something, but it's going to make you money, figure out how to do it. Go ahead. Sure. So um, I said, sure. So we went together, me and I think it was Natalie. We went together. We drove up to the Bronx. We saw the building. We gave him an estimate, uh, time frame, and voila, the rest is history. And so that brings me to my point is that um, one of the biggest, I say a trick, but it's not a trick. Always work on your network. Like if you go out to networking events, if you are in a business where you, um, I meet, uh, that's how I met Nina. I meet, I, I get a lot of leads from the banks of movers and shakers in the business. So I'm able to build my network and get business and get different opportunities through the network for going out and 
um, appraising or um, evaluating the bank's inventory of properties. So, but let's say when that's not moving, oh, I'll do a workshop and I'll network with people in the workshop, right? And then also I'll go to different events and don't be afraid to learn new things. Technology, we had a technology, you weren't on that. Um, we had technology is consistently changing, yeah. right? And so these young whippersnappers coming out know technology better than me. Young what? Young whippersnappers. Whippersnappers. <laughs> so they're the next wave of brokers, agents to come up. So how do you meet them? Well, you go to a workshop, you go to functions, and you work with them and your business will stay moving forward as time changes. So that's a trick that I would say, or a tip that I would say, listen, don't stay stagnant. Don't stay in the past. Don't look backwards, look forwards, mm -hmm. right? Everything does recycle and continue. And you could say, Hey, this is happening again, but, but times change yeah. and how it's happening now isn't the way it was happening back in the eighties or the nineties or 2000. Like you said, foreclosure today is nothing like foreclosure of yesterday. As a matter of fact, I even think some of the banks, like I, I kind of agree and disagree with you. The banks aren't in business of- You want to fight? Holding properties. Yes, we're going to fight. But single family homes are so valuable that they will gladly keep those properties. Between the equity and the rental income, can be a great look on their books. So more today, you might see some banks that are not necessarily getting rid of all their inventory. What do you think of that, Nina? Yeah, yeah, I guess there are some you banks know, who do and some banks some who banks don't. Who, yeah, because it's all numbers, yeah. right? It's just like us in rentals. We may not do it, but you give us 44 units, we're gonna do it, Yeah, you know what I mean? So if the bank catches a house, that has de decent equity and can get good rental income, they may change their stance because they see the numbers. Yeah. And that's the thing. Anything can change based off of numbers. Yes. And that's for us and that's for the banks or any business. And what controls the banks are the investors, right? Investor of the loan. Yes. Yes. Right. So if they're having a change on the stance, guess what? It's going to change their sense. Like yeah. It's just, you know, you don't want to lose that investor. No. You know, um, so. Yeah. Guess what else? What else? My nail polish matches your oh, shirt. Oh, you changed it from the green and the white. <laughs> Sorry, it's had to mention. I never do pink. It's funny. We match. Sorry. Back yeah, to where I know. we don't. We don't talk. All, we so, didn't communicate this week in particular because she was busy doing. We have to years. make it fun a little bit. We're so serious all the time. I know, we I need know. to be dancing sometimes and I like know. drinking water sometimes. Yeah, yeah, drinking water. <laughs> <laughs> it may look like water, right? Nina? But anyway, yeah. Okay. Uh, so we'll you think that network is your network. You, oh, your net worth. That's what you, I, th I thought yeah. you said network, like to speak to other people. No, no, take yeah, classes. yeah. But if you're, if you're building your network, ne you're increasing your net worth. worth. Got like, you. You know, you go out there, you shape, you move with the Oops. right people, right? I'm not talking about people that are thinking, oh, I'm thinking, nope, nope. People thinking are, what? Thinking what? Tell us. Exactly. Thinking what? Like, oh. <laughs> like, like people that are doing, not thinking, doing, gotcha. moving right into a direction that you want to move towards right and 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 I'm I'm older so how do I connect with a younger audience that's also moving in this direction that I I'm, I'm in and maybe could show me how it's happening now you know it's real easy to get caught in the past and thinking you could just do the same old same old rinse wash repeat right and you you bring in new agents all the time like you know so you get that fresh energy yeah um, as long as they are with you you give them your secret, they give you new ideas, and together is a superpower. Yeah. Teamwork, make the dream work, for sure. Yeah. Um, so a trick is network. I like that trick. Yeah. Yes, it's because important now, to put yourself out there. Because digital is so strong, stronger today than ever before, you know? So now if you're not in this digital space, if you're Ugh. not creating these videos, if you don't know how to work a drone, find somebody who does. Yeah, because that is is very important. Um, yeah, so 
hey, if you don't know something, get with the people who do. Yes. And that's the thing, like in business, you can, it's very challenging to know how to do everything, right? Like know yeah. how to do your own taxes, know how to do your own marketing. So it's great to build a team and networking is a good way to build your team. Yes. So the next trick of the trade, um, the next trick would be to not do it alone, you know, not doing, not do it alone make sure that you remember that you can do it all. And I was just discussing this today earlier with some of the new agents. They say, oh, but when I uh, get together with the homeowner, you know, I convince them to, to work this into a listing, but then I want to be able to also work it and sell it, be at open houses, bring buyers, and eventually a clear title. And that you can do it all together. Eventually you have to build a team because if you're good at what you do, stick to it. As an agent that's already in the game, um, knowing what you're doing for at least, I'm not going to say time frame because it's all about how many deals you've done to be able to know what you're doing on your own. Um, you just have to ensure that you do the right thing and not to want to eat the world, meaning to do it all. If I could do it all, I wouldn't need anyone. And it's not about needing. It's about making more not only quantity, quality, but making more of it, making and, more of it, put you, you know. And not ahead. only that, doing it all by yourself is great when everything is working, right? Everything is going around, everything is breaking your way, right? But when it's not working, that can take so much energy. How can you close 20 deals if you're stuck on one? Yeah. But when you have a team, you could diversify and you can separate and you could conquer. And when a challenge arrives, you could get different feedback is one of the most important sales. Feedback is everything, mm -hmm. right? Because you need to figure out what works and what doesn't work, right? Not what you feel, what your emotions are. What is the facts? What, what, what are your sellers telling you that you need to listen to so that you can execute your plan of getting them out of that home and maybe into a new one or whatever they're going to do. Yeah. And of course, there are so many more tricks to this. We can sit here and talk until tomorrow. Um, but we mainly shared with you um, two, three very good points about being giving and getting and then networking and putting yourself out there to make yourself worth more. And then eventually building your team to ensure that you do it all and in a timely manner. Yes. Um, it's a lot of fun to, to run the show. Um, even if you're not necessarily the broker of the place, you can certainly act and do 10 times more than the broker of the place. Being a broker doesn't only mean that you're the boss and you get it all. Absolutely not. Uh, you can be making more than your broker for sure. Yeah. Um, if, uh, you're in the right place in the right mindset, put yourself together and ensure that you have a plan, planning plans are fun. And of course, closing deals are even more fun. Yes. And so watching remember. deposits are even more. Anyway, <laughs> thank you for tuning in this week. And the wires, wires. Oh, wires. That's deposits. right. Deposits. We don't have to go to the bank. <laughs> anyway, thank you for tuning in this week. Uh, yes. Five Realty, Chris and Nina Real Estate Podcast on Instagram. Um, listen, thank you for tuning in and we're going to go. Good night and God bless. Bye.